0: Good morning, my friends. We are talking about something so important and honestly so convicting to me because to be totally honest with all y'all, I struggle with avoidance. (laughs) I struggle with getting distracted. I struggle when things get hard because it doesn't feel fun and it feels difficult and, and I don't enjoy that. I have a really hard time pushing through that and so this is so much so speaking to my own heart. So let's dive in. Let's read what we already heard yesterday to tie it all together. And let's hear how Paul kind of closes off this thought. We're reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, and I'm reading from the ESV. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So remember this, this had the, the connotation, the understanding of in this manner, run, that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we, an imperishable. And it just comes back to me again. How much more? How much more should we be dedicated? Should we be practicing self control? Should we be focused on our race in the kingdom of God? How much more, because of how much more important it is compared to an athlete. Someone in a sport, someone in the Olympics, someone in the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, whatever sport you like. (laughs) Even honestly, if you're like, girl, I don't like sports. First of all, let me say I get it because I'm not a runner. So when he's talking about running, I'm like, yeah, I don't run. I don't run unless I'm running from a bee. Like, that is the only time. (laughs) But, (laughs) I mean, you can also think of this if you like, for example, Broadway. They didn't just get there overnight. If you like dance, if you like music, if you like, honestly, animation. Anything that you like. You enjoy books, you enjoy authors. Think about anyone who is basically good and successful at anything. No matter what realm it's in, they had to work hard to get there. They were dedicated. They cut out distractions. They kept on going when it was hard, when it didn't feel good, when there were challenges. And they were always focused on that end goal, on that place that they were getting to. And then they were also focused on the step to get there next. So whatever you're into, whatever you enjoy, this can't apply. But Paul goes on, he says, So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. (sighs) This amount of self-control, of self-discipline, hits me hard. (laughs) I do not run aimlessly. He's not just running for no reason. He's not just running without a direction and a focus and a purpose. And let me ask you this. How often in life do you get distracted? How often do you forget your purpose? How often are you doing an action just to do the action and you're not really thinking about your goals? You're not really thinking about the gospel. For me, like I shared at the beginning of yesterday's episode, for me, honestly, that happens quite a lot. I can forget that the action I'm doing is tied to a purpose and a calling and a goal. And that goal being sharing the gospel, living God's love, pointing others to Christ, building up believers. Living as a good steward, living your life, as cliche as it is, to the fullest. Not just to feel good, but for the Lord. (laughs) Because the souls around you are important and they matter. Because God's call on you and your heart and your life, that matters. I do not box as one beating the air. And a lot of times you're going to box as one beating the air, right? I think of that when you're practicing. When you're practicing. We're not just meant to practice. (laughs) We're not just meant to prepare. We're also meant to go and do. If all of these athletes only ever spent their life preparing, they never went and ran they never went and competed they never went and played their music they never went and auditioned they never went and wrote because they never felt ready they never felt good enough they would never actually be progressing towards their goal and so how often do we get stuck because of distraction (laughs) because of inconsistency when it's hard when things come up or because we don't feel ready All of these things are things speaking to my own heart as well. Things that God has to teach me and then reteach me and then teach me again. (laughs) So I want you to know that if this is something that is hitting your heart hard, you're not alone. You're not alone in this. And I love that Paul says, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. He practices what he preaches. He lives this life of purpose, of moving towards that goal of trying and failing and trying again, of trying and maybe needing to figure out a new way to do it, but trying again, of preparing and doing, preparing and doing. He is living that out. And he says, I discipline my body and keep it under control. And that word does mean your physical body. But in this analogy, he's also talking about just our lives. And so we need to, yes, be disciplining our physical body, but we also need to be disciplining our minds, our hearts, our spirits, how we show up. We need to be disciplined, growing in that. Of course, there is grace and there is growth for when we mess up because y'all, I I mess up a lot. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people do. I'm sure you do. And there's grace for that. And there's growth for that. And Holy Spirit's going to be at work on that. But the point is trying. And then trying again. And trying again. And refocusing. And then when you get distracted, you refocus again. And tying all your actions back into your purpose in Christ. Because it matters so, so much. So spend some time thinking about that. Yesterday I had you think about you know, how you were doing in that area of consistency, of focusing on the calling that you have in Christ. And today I'd invite you to spend some time with God, asking him what you can do. (laughs) What is he calling you to do right now? And remember... Yes, those athletes, they're looking forward towards that Olympic medal, right? They're looking forward to that long-term goal. But before that, they're looking and they're saying, how can I win the next race? And before that, they're saying, how can I do well on this next step? So ask God to clarify not only that distant goal, where you're going, why you're going there, but also to give you clarity on a step that you can take even today. And then guess what? You can ask the same question tomorrow and the next day and the day after that and God's going to answer. And there's going to be grace for you. There's going to be growth for you as you are running towards that beautiful reward, that beautiful goal of sharing the gospel of your Jesus, of loving God, of loving yourself, of loving others. What's that next step for you? And I'll see you tomorrow morning. And my friends, I did want to extend an invitation to you. That if you would appreciate a guide and a cheerleader and a coach as you are seeking to run this race, as you are seeking to live your life to the fullest in all of those areas, body, mind, heart, soul, in how you show up to love others. I want to extend an invitation to you to work with me. I am a spiritual wellness coach, and I do have a 90-day program where we actually tackle all of these areas of getting you grounded, not only in God's word, but also in his purpose for your life. And we spend 90 days of trying and then reassessing and trying again and reassessing and figuring out how you can live a life that is faithfully flourishing. So if that sounds like something you're interested, reach out to me, send me an email, support at hestedheart.com. that's support at H-E-S-E-D heart.com with the subject line flourish, and I'll get in contact with you to see if this would be a good fit for me to step in and be your guide to living your life to the fullest all out of faith.